0: Welcome, it's the Filmmakers Podcast Yes, this is the podcast where we talk filmmaking From studio films to indie films and everything in between How to get them made, how to make them And how to try not to F it up In our very, very humble opinion It is Thursday night I am less tired than I was on Monday night I've had some rest after filming cassette film And I'm feeling a bit more like myself I'm really excited to share with you Part two of our brilliant chat with No Shade director Claire Aniam Osigwe and British Urban Film Festival director Anne Buff Originals CEO Emmanuel Aniam Osigwe. So, on part two, this episode, they give you great advice about filmmaking and give massive inspiration to fresh new voices as well and how you can push yourself further over the line we talk about their new windrush documentary and how you can get your film into the british urban film festival this year yes the early bird has started i'm giles alderson you should know that already i'm the producer of cassette and the producer of serial killers guide to life and i'm the director of the dare and the new tv series called not for profit And I'm co-directing the vegan documentary with Dan Richardson, who joins me as co-host on this podcast. We have a name for the vegan documentary. It's always the vegan experiment, the vegan documentary. Well, now we have a name. And the name is Food for Thought. Yeah, that's Food for Thought for you. Go, "Mm, Hang on, I've heard that before. Hang on, that's crap. Oh, no, that's quite good. I get it, I hear all your voices I'm a bit like Mel Gibson in What Women Want right now Yes, bang, 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 all bouncing off my head I get it, no worries, it's fine I live with it, bouncing off me Um, We like it It's cool so far, maybe we'll change it For some legal reasons, maybe we won't But that is our new title Expect a Facebook page soon Expect a Twitter page Um, So please do follow and please do support Our little journey on what we are doing We're going over to Croatia very soon To film over there very excited for that cannot wait so indie film shout outs to people who have supported us this week will kenny alex hardy mark robbins O1. who else has been little heroes claire 3rt or 3tr thank you um, very much but leo emailed me about his brand new short gritty thriller set at sea called the boat film and he was wondering if it's not too much to ask if you'd mind helping to support the film's new crowd on Indiegogo during the final week they got 75% in fact I think it might be the last day tomorrow Friday so get in there uh, today I should say because I'm recording this on Thursday but obviously it's coming out on Friday so we're giving them a shout out now and we'll be sharing it on social media as well but if you could help that would be amazing It's their Indiegogo campaign. The link is in the show notes. Do them a favour, stick a fiver in, stick a quid in, whatever you can. Get them over the line. This film sounds brilliant. The film is about a father and a son from England who are about to return home on their sailing yacht. When two strangers get aboard their boat, this is Afran and Waleed, the two desperate men from Afghanistan, and they want to pay the father and son to take them across to England. Things go awry, things go wrong, I won't tell you what happens, but... I cannot wait to see this film. It needs to be told. Uh, and good luck, Leo Dehan, with your film. Go support him. Do it, do it, do it. Right, let's get into today's part two. Um, I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed editing it. Yeah, without further ado, let's jump into part two of our chat with Claire and Emmanuel Aniamasigui. We left Claire talking about uh, having to fire an actor uh, from one set and making that bold decision i pick it back up pretty much straight there here you go enjoy part two
1: it's literally a battle to win um in in life and so the battle of yeah just chugging through and getting this film done by hook or crook and mm. having to even recast during the the shooting Did really? you? yeah one of the actors um had to dismiss him on gross misconduct wow. After That's day name. one, That's new.
0: No. name and shame—he's not even
1: worth naming, you know. But no. you know what? We do have him in the film for like a second really as an a extra ghost montage, is like the film. Ah, so we it. laugh about it. Yeah. But sorry, I'll probably even be saying that publicly. I'm trying to—I should be holding the composure. No, no, no because you're not. it's so funny. No, 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 no because no, honestly, no, if he, if my lead <laughs> Kadeem, who I absolutely adore and have yeah. adopted as a baby brother, yeah. Kadeem Pierce, wasn't. Wasn't so focused on winning himself in terms of this is my lead Chance. role. Yeah,
0: this is it. It's I lead role. could
1: really beat this person up. But oh. actually, mm. Claire's given me this incredible opportunity to shine. I, I just need to stay focused. If he had reacted differently to what this other guy was doing to him yeah. on set, it could have mashed up my whole film. Yeah, it And so I was yeah. like, Do you know what? I need to protect you now. Mm -hmm. And now actually this guy needs to just be removed from the project because I was, I'm thinking ahead. I'm thinking about traveling around the world. You know, we're going to Washington next month to show the film, festivals, distribution. And uh, he would be here. he'd be in that forever. here, like yeah. talking shit, yeah, acting up. It. Yeah, no way. And I thought, hell to the no, to the no, no. Yeah, powerful, strong to do that. It's hard to do that. Yeah, it is hard, Brilliant. and it was hard. And I just thought, you know what? Yeah, I, I need to protect this baby and the people that are in it who who are giving me their lives in this moment. Yeah. You know, it was a proper like labour of love, even though people were being paid. It's still a commitment to a craft. The story is so important. And um so yeah it's just those little issues that would come up and we just yeah we just blamed everything on Satan really. So yeah yeah that's... his name was Satan Trump you yeah, know and even yeah, when yeah. we mentioned Satan Trump as a word, like the lights would randomly go off. <laughs> we're
0: like,
1: ah he's present. Yeah hey. <laughs> come on come on. It was just it was it was it was like we had little code language on set of things yeah. that were going on and little jokes now that we look back on and we we bonded and then after, the aftermath after of that was having the WhatsApp group and discussing as real people so not just as actors our views on No Shade because Mm. I think the film brought up a lot of things for some of the actors about where they sit on the spectrum and how they feel about it and some of the guys were like yeah you know yeah I've probably you know said some of the things that some of the characters have said in the film and I feel shit about that now because I do have dark skinned daughters and I'd hate for them to feel in 10 years mm-hmm. time when they're dating that mm-hmm. men would speak to them in that nature and that their self-esteem would be compromised. And But then, you know, you black girls, you know, you, you, you're you not wearing your natural hair. So what does that say about you? And it's like this whole sort of policing of blackness is really just a bit too much. You know, I think mm-hmm. you've got to grab people where they are. You know, I used to be, uh, it's kind of, Sort of going off topic, but bringing it back about, you know, what we was talking off um, air about the veganism thing. And I think I was a staunch vegan and I would get really passionate and upset. But then actually... I feel that in life you know you have to meet people where they're at yeah it's true you can't force your opinions you can't it doesn't work it backfires people argue back we
0: know that now we don't do that
1: exactly and I think you just gotta come as you are and if I can impart something onto you and just be the best example that I can be for you that's it then that's all I can do you're gonna live you know enjoy your life man I wouldn't want anybody to sort of feel uncomfortable but Mm. at the same time understand your position Mm. you know if you're you know I think we're all responsible for the way other people feel you know we can do things that will make people feel a bit better and 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 elevate as opposed to drag down there's so many reasons for us as human as the human race to feel undervalued and question ourselves in our everyday lives and I think it was, it's important for me as an artist, as a writer, director and actor to be involved in projects where I won't, it won't be always specifically, but if they are my own projects that I'm involved in, that there's an element of sort of like human rights there that is mm. really sort of about encouraging people to check themselves so that we can be better. Yes. As one unit, which is a human race, you know, yeah. because we're just people, mum.
0: Yeah, we are. It's So true. Yeah. So, yeah. so true. So, then, um, I had a question ready, and that just threw me, because so nice. No, yes. no, it's so nice. Love it. Yeah. Okay, so tell us about the film itself. I mentioned it at the beginning. Yeah. No Shade. Just in your words, what it is about, so that I can play the trailer.
1: Sure. Uh, no Shade is a film about Danny and Jade, who are two best mates. They've been going to, they went to university together. They're now 10 years older. Mm-hmm. Uh, They have this beautiful connection, but Danny always sort of obstructs that connection because in his mind, he believes that Jade is not worthy of being his forever, like, happy ever after because yeah. she doesn't suit the sort of mass media portrayal of what a black-on-black black relationship should look like. Okay. Typically, that is a darker-skinned man with a fair, light-skinned, all-white woman. Mm-hmm. And um, because of that, he, he has grown up to see himself as you know a man that should follow that rhetoric whether it's you know from rappers or footballers m- black men in power that he mm-hmm. looks at and looks at their other half and sees them as those types of women okay so he he, he can't get past that with Jade even though he genuinely does love her yeah. he won't allow that love to reach its true potential because she doesn't look the part
2: right like growing up I always assumed that a black man should either find someone white or light. Cos that's what my dad did. In your pictures, you look mad different.
1: Is it? I'm, like, different, taller, cos I'm, I'm wearing flats. <laughs> no, no, no. More lighter. But like, you know, before Andrea came along, I was so sad to tell Danny yeah. Everything. But what's the point, you know? I'll never be good enough for him.
2: Nice to meet you.
1: Nice to meet you as well. <laughs> you
2: I actually thought lighties like, were easier to handle. Watch your mouth.
1: What is it we're doing here? Like, are you even looking for a relationship?
2: Why have you got to come on that vibe for? Seriously. Come here. Look, I
0: don't want to hurt anyone. I've tried my best to change you and that... Course? well all most
1: people work almost fine oh oh my god this
0: liar you need to start looking at character and personality
1: i think i'm beautiful oh. yeah but they don't see it you know they can't see my beauty because of my shade it's like it's like there's some acceptable shade of beauty and i'm not it i'm not it Black is beautiful.
0: You've got an amazing cast uh, I'll try and read them out But you've said most of them um, Obviously you star in it as well Yeah Which is pretty, pretty <laughs> nice. amazing I'm in it You're in it as well He has no Did lines Did you make yourself audition?
1: No, I was pretty set on my character because it kind of is just me. It's not me, but it definitely was like Carla is like Jade's best friend. Yeah. So I'm the constant sort of like trying to help her with her self esteem, whilst also being preoccupied by planning my wedding throughout the film. Okay. And so you've got this sort of I do care, but that's that's what it's like. You know, sometimes you're chatting to a friend and they're like, you know, in the nail shop getting their nails done, and you're like. Are you even listening to me? Like, do you care? And then also there is this sort of um, awareness of my own brown skin that actually now I'm not even that brown. Mm. You know, when I was younger, I was like dark skinned because I think back then. So in the 90s, we didn't have East African women. So Sudanese and Congolese and women that are very deep black yes so Nigerian and Ghanaian would be your darkest shade of brown here in in Britain so now if you pick me against are other sisters of deeper shade. Sure. I'm actually like skin. golden brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of light. do you know what I mean? And people are saying, are you even dark enough to make this film? And what? I'm like, fuck you. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah? yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck. I've lived oh. in
0: England. It's not warm here. But, like, <laughs> it is today. Like... <laughs> but... <laughs>
1: well, for the last month or so, <laughs> yeah, actually.
0: But, 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 hey, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> but it's just like, than I mean, so Exactly. I like, oh, you know, like I remember actually... I was called up for their sins by um, BBC Africa two years ago. And they said to me, oh, Claire, we'd love to have you come in because you and Michelle Obama have something in common. And I was like, oh, my God, me, and Michelle Obama? What a compliment. What is that? What what, what do we have in common? And the researcher was like, oh, um, you're both married to light-skinned black men. uh, What? And I was like, Uh, (laughs) are you fucking kidding me? That's, that is that's what so you're calling me up descri- about. like oh my god oh my god like oh my you god, made me yeah. really just really acknowledge that my husband is lighter skin than me i didn't even think about no, it. no no it's not in. i don't give a shit yeah why would you yeah don't give like, a shit whoa, is it, that how people are seeing me like i'm some privileged dark ugly woman that is lucky enough to like, fuck off! Wow, oh. wow, wow. I was, so, I was livid. I was absolutely livid. I was like, there's no way <laughs> you could get me to come on that show. Absolutely. But, go fuck yourself. Um, uh, no offense. Cheers.
0: <laughs> cool. Some. 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 Actually, no, go
1: fuck
0: yourself. What are <laughs> they going to do about it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. To be fair to BBC
1: Africa this year, they've given us incredible coverage, I must admit. We did a lovely live uh, broadcast on Facebook. 50,000 people tuned in. Nice. So many comments, wow, wow, man. Wow. It was That's just amazing. too much.
0: Yeah. So So opinionated. So as a as, as a female filmmaker, mm, but mm, as a black female mm. filmmaker. It's hard enough being a female filmmaker oh, these gotcha. days. You're a black female filmmaker, yeah. which is I double mean, negative. double negative. Which means
1: right. a neutral.
0: So how do you go about getting more work for yourself? Do you just keep going sod the world, I'm going to do it myself?
1: I think I was, I was on. uh, I do use Twitter quite a bit as my sort of social media of choice, Mm -hmm. and I do follow Ava. And Ava picked up the camera for the first time at thirty-two. I was thirty-two. She was a publicist publicist for ten years. I've been. I've got another company, so I should let you know. There's
0: uh, a six-string PR. PR. Oh, you've got your PR company as well. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The last few years. I mean, that's six. (laughs) We're counting. We're
1: counting. So you know, there's parallels there, and she was saying that you know, for the first five films that she features that she directed. She worked full time whilst whilst being a filmmaker right. and thought, five mm. films. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. It is what it is, you know. I think a lot of the times you, as a black girl, um black person, you are going to work 10 times harder for half as less. Um it is just the way it is whether you're in the UK or well, if you're in the Western world, you know the the, tr- the truth of the matter is if you if you do, if you want to bypass that, go home, go home, go to the motherland, go back to Nigeria. You know, I could right. go back to Nigeria. Well, there's quite we a decent
0: filmmaking. Uh, there is. World it's out it's there. insane
1: in terms yeah. of plagiarism and, and copyright, and people, you know, uh, copying your stuff and putting it all out in the black market. Right. So like. Uh, like bootlegging putting it up on youtube you know before you've distributed it however you know if we lived out there we'd be billionaires you know we'd have Mm -hmm. stupidly incredibly incredibly comfortable lives um i think you know as 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 kids that have grown up and born and bred in the western world um it would be nice to do it because this is home this is where we live this is where we were born and bred here and i think at the end of the day um you, you you have to sometimes be willing to be first you know at the end of the day Amma's before me so in that sense I do have a, phys- a visual representation but she was saying because we honoured her this year at the festival um, that she's only her, four four Am, yeah, yeah. yeah. that she's only four films in and she's still you know hustling begging for money still getting told no really? it's no joke and, and she's a basket because the colour
0: of her oh. skin you oh my god yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: you know she was Catherine Bigelow. yeah
0: yeah yeah you know
1: he, people have said to me Claire if you was claire smith you would be a mo you'd be kylie jenner you'd be sitting on the beach something you'd be a billionaire kylie jenner's just been announced as a billionaire in skincare and beauty oh i see and uh she's and she's done that in under two years Mm. uh obviously she's got the legacy of the kardashian empire behind her but the the point is is that as a black woman you couldn't even um you couldn't even aspire to be that especially not in the uk if i want to do that i need to go to america and really sort of think about the steps that I'd need to get to get on that trajectory of producing films that are in the 100 million bracket or Mm -hmm. more, and really building from there. And um, for me, I I just don't want to raise children. We're thinking about being parents in the near future. I don't want to raise children in a country... That promotes gun violence, and 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 bringing black children into this world—that absolutely frightens the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Because I feel physically ill when I see Facebook and Twitter posts, and I see black people being killed, and no one is doing jail time. Yeah, and that yeah, for yeah. me—I mean, there there are extended family. That's how I see it. I don't know you from Adam, but when one of us dies like that, or is murdered, it's not just dying—you're murdered uh for you know assuming that a mobile phone is a gun it's like i know our life is too cheap and so we're constantly always in this sort of this psychological battle of uh, wanting to build wanting to create acknowledging your blackness but at the same time saying there's no limits you know break the glass ceilings everyone's on a level playing field but you knowing that you're not Mm. Yeah, I I really yeah I think going. you just got to keep yeah. on doing what you love if keep you can building. afford to, yeah, and um and finding the right allies to support that mission, people of all shades who want to see you win and and believe in you, and I think that you do attract your tribe, man. Yeah, you know I've very been true. incredibly lucky at finding some really beautiful people from all over the world who have supported me um you know with mentorship or you know financially or um with just 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 being a support system in a sense so I feel like yeah, it's it's not a it's a very like rocky road.
0: It's a bumpy road for mm. sure. It is for, for any sure is. filmmaker, for like, any for filmmaker.
1: Any yeah. film, for the most privileged to the you know to, to working class poor yeah. filmmakers. Don't mortgage
2: your house. Uh,
0: uh, well, it worked for you. I mean, that's the thing. It worked yeah. for you. That's, that's. I think in
1: this day and age, I think you couldn't do it. In this I don't day and think age. you could now. No, I well, think well, it's most very people hard to mortgage your house anyway. Yeah.
0: anyway. yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's so hard to do it. apparently, Alfred
2: Hitchcock mortgaged his house to finance Psycho.
0: Yeah, I heard that too because they didn't want him to make a horror film because yes. he was, you know, Alfred Hitchcock and no one yeah. believed him in making a horror film at the yeah. time. Horror films were B movies and shit. So, wow. yeah, he was like, well, I'll, I'll fund it myself. Fuck yeah. you. I mean, fair play to him. It's just one of his most famous films yeah. now, isn't, yeah, right, isn't it? it? It's it's right. the first yeah.
1: film that I ever studied. There you go. Really? Yeah. yeah, at college. Yeah. Like the first day of media mm. study. I think we he studied never that. Oscar.
2: Yeah, Mad. that's
0: interesting. But again, it's because he, was, he wasn't he was the system. He was against yeah. the system. Yeah, I do see that. And I would probably things have be changed maybe
1: now, that but... kind of filmmaker though. Like, yeah, in I In my mind, I, I really identify with, say, a Ken Loach. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Spike Lee I'm yeah. like yeah man yeah. that's my like, shit like, yeah not let's, do what, let's just do what we're doing who cares about awards doing. if you right. like it then like yeah. it if you don't yeah, uh, exactly. it's not for you as long as I
0: can keep <laughs> making films and trying to make a difference yeah. which is what you're doing Absolutely. So, so what is next for you then what's the plan another film straight away can you talk about it yet uh, but your face reaction then said we, maybe you I, can't I, I'll I'll defer it. he's i my producer <laughs> <laughs> that's a big yes man there's yeah. another yeah. film coming I can tell so what's the question again
2: so at at the moment um, with No Shade we're taking it around the world as Claire alluded to earlier Um, there's a screening due in Washington Mm -hmm. in August and then later on in the year we're in Amsterdam Dutch premiere I mean there's issues in Holland which I don't know whether we've got time for but they're Ooh, I don't think we've got time to talk no. about that. No, but yes, but no, 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 no shade, they'll they'll appreciate everything that Claire's talked about times 10. Right. Wow. Um, I mean, we've been there three times, and every time <laughs> we go there, we come back with our hearts so heavy. Really? It's a wonderful city. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. But, but the yeah. history's absolutely tortured.
1: It's just yeah, entrenched it is, in colonialism. Um, and it's, yeah, and, yeah, it is. Yeah, and yeah. sort of the erasure. Yeah of true black history you know like when you go to the museums and they've literally changed the word king to slave on a portrait of a black man wow like, hang on. Fuck. So you yeah. don't want us to know that we have black kings and like in the Tudor times? Like, what? Yeah, that's right. Isn't that in
0: the arches? Didn't I read that? Yeah, like, the big old. Like, they've got yeah, like the, literary, all the you know, monuments. They've changed the monuments, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Know, or like the blackface, yeah, 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 yeah Or you know, yeah. So you paint got... a black child into a pe- picture so that they, you know, look like a like property, you know, oh, yeah, in yeah. a big massive yeah. banquet. So that was not. Well, that's been painted on recently mm. to give that impression that you no know, black people are are that's property because yeah. I know they were trading here. There wasn't mm. really that you know. Yeah. Of course, there was in Belgium and Brussels, mm. but in Holland they were there for trading. Man, mm. honor that truth. Yeah, mm. madness. So yeah. I wanted to make a film about one of the characters that I was in the museum looking at, but. Okay. Don't what have I I got enough time. So that's time when their money. shade will be but yeah. so, so <laughs> you, November. Yes. So you've got a few
0: festivals. That's yes, when kicking yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, so. Which is great. But then, in terms of you guys making another film. Oh, well, we yeah. did
2: actually make another film this year. Oh, we did? Um,
0: yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Called The uh, Windrush Stories.
0: The Windrush Stories, yes. Yeah. Okay, cool.
1: It's a short documentary, 20 minutes. Yes. 20 minutes, 18 minutes. And it basically. It's 70 years of Windrush. And so I grabbed a camera and an all-girl female crew and we went down to Dollis Hill to interview 60 to 90-year-olds, 90 92 to be exact. Are you buff? Yeah, literally. <laughs> <they're> like, yes, <laughs> we've been buff on time. They literally were on the Windrush boat. Wow. Coming over as like teenagers, children, workers. And just hearing their stories and the fear factor of being deported mm-hmm. and all the scandal that's going on at the moment, the disrespect. Because actually, to be completely fair to them, as Nigerians, my, my, my dad came here to flee a, a civil war in Nigeria, the Biafran War, because we're Biafrans, which is the Igbo tribe okay. in the Eastern region, who wanted to separate from the Yorubas, who were powered by the English, um, because they... the, the, the Biafran tribe are the sort of wealth of the country. So we wanted to keep our wealth and create our own currency and our own country. The West Indians were invited here mm. by the Brits. Yeah, they weren't they were. fleeing nothing. No, they no, were enjoying true. palm trees and uh-huh. drinking rum. To put they the country live... back together. They were literally the like, yeah. you couldn't watch an advert mm. in the 40s, 30s mm. that didn't say, come to England. And help us rebuild the great British Empire, you know. And they're like, "Mm, maybe maybe I could go there, you know, work for 10 years and then bring some money back home and Mm -hmm. live. And then a lot of them stayed, you know, because life is okay-ish here um, compared to the slums of, you know, Jamaica or Barbados or wherever, where there's hardly any employment. Mm -hmm. And so... To think that you have come here, you've had children, grandchildren, paid into society, helped build the transport for London, helped build the NHS, mm-hmm. and are told, get the fuck out.
0: Yeah, it's like You've got literally,
1: like, couple days. Yeah. Like, we're putting you on the plane right now, yeah, like, and then, you're... then you try yeah. and come back. And your like,
0: kids can stay here, but you've got to go. You're like, like
1: what the what? fuck is like, that? That is, that is just... And this story <sighs> broke whilst Claire was Whilst filming. I was filming, so film. I didn't oh, even right. know. Oh, no, you didn't know. Oh, oh I had no idea. No, 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 no. I just filmed. It was all going to be like, hey, and what's yeah, life back yeah, like yeah. in Britain and sure. how you've been living and like old photos and this and that. And mm. But then it turned really nasty because actually, like I said, the first time I went there, it was all mm. about just your legacy and what you've achieved here and when Josh is 17 and then the second time I went there, it was, oh, no, and they're deporting us now. And, mm. and I was like, jeez, man... So what does Ring Russia at seventeen mean to you now? And they're just like, you know, just anxiety, yeah, stress. Like yeah. wow. this was supposed to be a celebration year and a mm. real milestone. But now mm. we don't know the, our future and a lot of them have got illnesses. So mm. they need the NHS that they help build.
0: Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah, as yeah,
1: elderly absolutely. people, of you know, and they're being, you know, looked at funny and being disrespected uh, and the racism that comes with that as well. And. Oh it makes me sick. It but yeah, but, that, but that's the windrush stories and we will premiere that um during Black History Month which is typically in Britain in October. Okay. So we will we will we'll be screening that around the country and mm-hmm. doing some educational screenings around that.
0: Perfect. I look forward to that. Cool. So in terms of no shade now, where can people watch it?
2: It's due to be released uh later in the year.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: that's all we can say. That's at all, the can all you yeah, can yeah, say. Yeah. Okay, so how about
0: distribution and sales? Because obviously you put it on your own channels and stuff, but what about? Are you going out
2: further? Are you going to. Well,
0: again. Is it a Netflix thing or are you going for distribution? Bringing and
2: sales? it back to Buff Originals, part of why we set up the company was um, through the festival, you're able to see what's going on in the industry. Absolutely. What the trends are, Uh where the industry is going. So I'd like to think that we're kind of one step ahead of the the game. Good man. Um, And so... The way it's looking, it looks like streaming is basically yeah. the feature. It it go out You can make more money that way. If you, yeah. Yeah. if you
0: own all the rights, which it sounds yeah. like you do, it's your money, you put it in. Mm. Yeah. You go online, you can mm. sell it, you've got your audience, you already know who wants to see sure. it. Sure. Or it's just, it we'll just come in and go, right, I'm going to put it here, but take all the money from yeah. you. Yeah. yeah.
1: And waste money as waste well. Waste money, There's yeah. really no need. When you um, can do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got, I mean, I imagine your
0: email list is, you know, perfect for this. It's like, okay, that film's out now, go buy it. All this money comes back to us to make another film. Sure. exactly sure. that's literally and what, that's it what it is great. Do I that. think literally Amazing.
1: the thing for everyone to do is to visit noshadefilm.com yep and you'll be updated with Perfectly. everything just check on it All
0: weekly right. super and check the trailer out because it's awesome yeah, yeah it's on the homepage as soon as yeah. you hit it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's a really good you. trailer well done it it I'm like, yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, very well done. So, obviously, they can see the film there. Sure. Where can people follow you as well? You mentioned you're on Twitter earlier. Yeah,
1: so my Twitter and Instagram is Claire Anyam O. Okay. Emmanuel's is Emmanuel Anyam O. He can't then, speak for himself there like no. that. You were like, no. <laughs> you might go off on a tangent. just explaining Uh, (laughs) (laughs) she's got you down (laughs) yeah no, that's literally us on twitter that's right that's twitter yeah and and then facebook and all that yeah and all that that that. that.
0: okay but I'll put all the links to the show notes in there and what would be really nice is before we give uh, wrap this up is to just give a little bit of advice to mm. young black filmmakers out there, mm. uh, especially black female filmmakers or female filmmakers in general. Yeah,
1: just filmmakers. Yeah, I mean because it there it is it is double. Like you 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 are two. You know, I'm yeah. I'm a British filmmaker. I'm a black British female filmmaker as well. Yeah, advice. Mm. I would say if you got a story. Get some advice, like send it to people that you admire. I sent my script out to about 20, 30 people. And did you know them at all? I did, yeah, through okay. the festival, like other female writers, yep. female judges, because within the festival we have a live of script section. Of course, it's section. a
0: perfect place to go, right? Right, right literally, to, to come home and meet people, yeah, yeah, yeah
1: at the yeah. festival, because actually that's where all the talent is. Yep. And um, to be fair, everyone said the, the script wasn't ready.
0: Nice. Well, that's good though. That's what you yeah. want. You well, I did, but to.
1: I still produced it.
0: You still did it anyway? I did it anyway. Right, okay. Because cool. I was
1: like, you don't know. Yeah, What you style? I don't know. I <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> <laughs> do, what do
0: like, Fuck. Because like, I so like, I
1: like that. Because I think that's the thing sometimes that like, you're kind of waiting for validation, but at the same time, it's so like, so I think you've got to have this inkling of self belief. Mm. And the true same with the distribution, of, incidentally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's true. yeah, it's like this sort You've of. There's like traditional it. models and mm. ways of doing things, and then there's your story and your and your passion and your gut feeling. Because this time last year, I didn't know that colorism. 2018 was going to be the year of colorism. Like you cannot go on Twitter today and not. Typing the word colorism And it was spoken about t- Two seconds ago Yeah Like right. it's everywhere Everyone's talking about it Celebrities are slipping up Making colorism remarks Yeah Like it's always happening So I'm always getting a phone call From some media outlet Asking for my opinion on was that Like they, they want to know from it. I've become almost an expert At colorism now Wow So people okay. are always calling me Like I'm literally about to do A documentary of BBC5 on this Because they're like Oh my god I'm, What is Amazing. this I'm, ah. Social experiments And so
0: So sorry BBC5
1: BBC Five Live. five it's live, live isn't it? Yes. Five yeah, yeah, live. Cool. I just yeah. wanted to check. So right, right. Like, yeah, BBC yeah, Five Live. You. Yeah. Um I would say trust your instincts, because I think your instincts are you know when you're onto something good. Mm-hmm. I think you know when yeah. you're onto something good. I can't I can't I can't express that any further than that. Um and also Yeah, when things are not going well, like I said, recasting people or Mm -hmm. having to cut someone off or making a decision, just do it, man. Mm Because at the end of the day, the only person that's going to suffer is you. The the two leads that I had before, Kadeem and Adele, they were known names, Mm -hmm. I guess. They had a lot more credits than Kadeem and Adele. Their emotional intelligence was just not there. Mm. And in the rehearsals they were just not giving me enough because they were so concerned, like, has my ponytail fallen on the right side? And he was all about I've I've produced a film and I know more than you and I'm and I thought, No, you're not gonna tell me. I'm telling you, like I wrote this. Yeah. This is yeah, my yeah. shit. Like yeah. I'm telling you, you're not telling me. If you okay. if you don't wanna take my leadership, you're not for the job.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So I think it's I think it's 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 being being confident enough in yourself to to tell your story because actually you can allow people as a first or second time filmmaker to feel like, are they known more? And then you end up upset because you're, you, you're not going to have the film that you initially wanted to create because so you've let other people influence you and dictate and, and your dictate idea. And derail, yeah. in fact, your genius, you know? Yeah. So do what you have to do to get that end product because I think at least if... It's not about if you love it. Uh, it's a commercial product. There's got to be some commercial entity to this. Because yeah. we're not in filmmaking business to lose money. We want to make money. Absolutely. It's a business. It is a it's business. And think with a business, business head. So if you can combine your creativity and your passion with some commercial sense... I think you're that's 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 the, the gold, man.
0: Love it. I love it. I retweeted a thing on Twitter talking about this recently and it was a quote from Steven Spielberg mm. saying love if, him. if you I, me too, if you have an idea, go make your film.
2: That's Something it. very basic like that. Yeah. And
0: someone had written underneath, everyone retweeted it and said, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm very, I like to push stuff on Twitter, especially independent supporting all that kind of sure. stuff and filmmakers. Someone had written underneath, oh, well, it's all good and well for him. He's got a load of money. He mm. can go and make his film. And I thought, no, fuck you. Here's yeah. the thing. You can go make your film. It's been proven on lower budgets oh, God, yeah. so many low, times.
1: No and some, budget. no budgets. And, and you've got your iPhone eight now. Of course, like, you, can you can go and make a need film. A camera. Off.
2: Of course, you, you don't. Got a camera. But phone, you know the story yeah. about Spielberg, right? His first day on set mm-hmm. as a boy, he just walked on set. Yeah. And he saw sort the of director chair and just yeah. sat in it. Yeah, yeah. And everyone thought yeah. he was. The director of the film. There you go. That's why it's true. They've all you know,
0: fuck that shit, say I can't do it, I haven't got the money, I haven't got the script, I haven't got to Go yeah. fucking do it. If you want to be it, a filmmaker, mom. do it. Yeah. yeah. No excuses, yeah. man. I hate the excuses. It makes me so angry. Um it's it's <laughs> sorry. It's been a real pleasure, I promise you. So I'm just gonna wrap this up and we'll come back to you. Um so you can follow us here at the filmmakers podcast at filmmakerspod. On Twitter, uh, filmworkerspodcast dot com, where you can get a back catalogue of many podcasts uh, over 60 now, um, and you can follow me at Giles Alderson. Dan, where can we follow you? Dan Seven tenths. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go, I gonna, twice. Can I, can I quickly plug our call for submissions? Yeah, you can. Let
0: me. Yes. I'll, I'll do this and then I'll come back for you it because that's, that's really cool. Um, remember the Rain Dance offer. Go to uh, the link in the show notes. and You can get 20% off at Raindance. It's incredible. I know. Get on that. I promise you. RD Podcast 20. Um, so remember, if you've enjoyed listening to this, tell your friends. Tell everyone, it's all about filmmaking. You can learn from this podcast. And the more people learn about this podcast, the more people learn about filmmaking. They've been brilliant guests today. They've been Claire. Thank you very much, Claire. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much, Emmanuel. Now, uh, before we go, I want to talk about, or you want to talk about, how people can submit to the next yes. Buff Film Festival. Right? Yes, that's right. Go for it.
2: Thank you. Right, so the 14th annual British Urban Film Festival, Woo-hoo! 14th, it's open for submissions. Now, if you've got a script, if you've got a film, send it in to us, irrespective of length, genre, style, send it into us. We're looking for music videos, we're looking for spoken word, we're looking for dramas, documentaries uh scripts whatever you've got send it into the festival the best way to do it is through our website which mm-hmm. is Uk forward slash submissions there is an early bird right now so get it in nice and early mm-hmm. um and hopefully it's going to pass the granola test i won't go into the granola test just hashtag you'll know what it means but yeah so submit it via the website and if it gets into the festival, um, there is all sorts of incentives. I can't explain what it means to get into the festival. Mm-hmm. But Jesse Quinones, who I've mentioned earlier, from yeah. Callistans. So off the back of that film, he then won a couple of Buff Awards. He then got employment from London Met University. Right. He's now working at several film schools now. Off the back of that film, that has shown. And obviously from that, he was able to then... Get students to work on Claire's film, No Shade. So
0: amazing! There you go. That's what, um, and that's what I mean. And that's what and we're and talking about. isn't it? Work, wife, it? Well. And it Yeah, so you've you go. got your wife. So that's amazing. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about. About saying there's no opportunities. Well, there's an opportunity there. And if you're saying I haven't got the money to enter it, then work that a little bit harder. Do you want me to do something to Investing earn that extra yourself. money? Save a pound sure. every day, exactly. every week until you get to and eighteen get...
1: pounds for a submission. Is that come all it on. is? One pound. Oh come on!
0: Right, no, I said a cup no of coffee problem. at you Starbucks. Have, you right? have no excuses. Yeah. How, how, Stop. Well,
1: maybe about <laughs> two, or three cups of coffee. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but it's People true. spend stupid money on do. rubbish. Yeah, exactly. If you want to be I a filmmaker, they haven't got money stuff.
0: Think about it. Think about where you're spending your money and work it out and do it properly.
2: But in terms of advice, I've got to get this in because I know Claire mentioned everything about tips, but. The hard work starts after you've actually made the film. Yeah, true. that's so the easy true. bit. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. shooting and it, it's the marketing And That's hard enough, isn't And a lot of people fall down on that. And obviously, mm. I would know because of the festival, because of what happens to a lot of films that are not part of Buff. When I see what happens to them, and I think if only they were part of Buff, because that's one of the great things about the festival. After the screening, we just give it that duty of care, the mm. shelf life, we make sure that it's on TV it's getting distribution it's getting press it's getting employment opportunities it's getting talked about as well because Mm -hmm. film is about people ultimately it's a social thing it's going to the cinema that I still treasure that everyone's about watching it at home Netflix and chill and all of that there's nothing quite like being at a cinema. I mean, if you were at the premiere of No Shade, you'd think you think you're watching a, a concert, a comedy concert yeah. or something. Yeah. Even though the subjects in the film were like really gritty, like is the laughs, belly laughs. Yeah, people unconsciously just predicting what's going to happen next, going, No, she's not, is she? Oh my god, hmm. what's she? Do- it's, I've never, <laughs> and it's just it's a wonderful feeling. You can't you can't fake that, and that's yeah. all down to. Clear script the cast incredible
1: but it's a shared experience and a shared of experience of cin- of because obviously people, yeah. for people
2: that were in the audience they can relate clearly to what was going on in the mm. film and not many films can do that so, so yeah when you do get a chance to see No Shade tell your friends
0: yep absolutely absolutely I'm looking forward to it coming out um, their next show is out on Tuesday as always we're always out Tuesday unless we put an extra show out on Friday uh, so we will see you next tuesday until then stay well work hard and try to take another step forward to making your indie film goodbye 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 bye take care bye-bye bye oh, you fucker
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> this was a podcast from the pod network